All right, ladies, welcome back to the podcast. So I have Ash McDonald here, and I am so excited about this conversation. Like, I think we both are super pumped for it. Um, and before we really dive into everything, Ashley, I always ask everyone the exact same question at the beginning of my podcast, but I have, I've, I don't think I've ever been quite excited to hear a response as I am <laughs> to hear yours, because I know exactly the direction this is going to go into, and I'm really pumped to hear your answer. Um, so tell me, what does your current morning routine look like? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So my morning routine is cyclical. It's so funny because I'm actually recording a podcast today on my podcast about cyclical morning routines. So I literally just jotted out like all my notes for the things I wanted to say. Um, but yeah, my morning routines are cyclical. I am the woman who will constantly preach that we are not the same person every single day. And the biggest disservice we've ever been given is to be told that we are. And sometimes that shows up in those like you know, we're supposed to have morning routines and how that works out for us is that there are times when whatever we had chosen, maybe the miracle morning by Tony Robbins was like what we picked. And we thought, gosh, I'm going to be so successful because I'm doing this miracle morning routine only, you know, four five, six days into it. feel like this is not working. This is not fun for me anymore. This feels like a chore. This is a to-do list. And so I preach cyclical alignment, which for me, is a balance between strategy, which is understanding your brain, understanding your phases, understanding how your body works and flow, which is ultimately doing what feels good based on what you know about those phases. And so every single week, based on where I'm at cyclically, my morning routine really shifts. It changes. Um, but I do fundamentally follow what I call the inhale, exhale, inward, outward protocol, which is to do something in each of those categories based on my cycle, right? So inward is to really um, take, like give myself that inward work of my brain and what's happening in my brain, right? And so that's the mindset work, that's journaling, but it's the self-permission to know I am in menstrual and so I'm tired and maybe I'm a little irritable or I'm in follicular and I have so many ideas. They're just like flowing out of my head. I just want to write these down. Right. So essentially everything is cyclical in my life, but most, especially my morning routines. Oh, I, okay. I'm excited for your podcast episode to come out about this. Your podcast is launching very soon. I would say yeah. once Next this week. episode comes out, yeah, your, your podcast will be up and running. So we'll talk about that as well. Um, but this is just like a great little segue into what we are going to be talking about today. So before that, why don't you just tell us a little bit about like who you are, um, what you do, but sort of more importantly, like how did you get into this type of work? Yeah, for sure. So who I am? Well, my name is Ash. I'm a holistic business coach. I am also a wife and I'm a mom of three under the age of seven. And I really, I attribute where I'm at totally to motherhood. <laughs> so I, uh, I'm actually a therapist by trade. I went to school to be a therapist of a master's in counseling psychology and a master's in sociology. And, um, my first ever bout of entrepreneurship was in owning my own private practice and running that in Denver, Colorado. And essentially motherhood made all of those things feel really impossible. If I'm going to put it really quick and just be like leaving my kiddos behind going into work and working on somebody else's schedule, it just felt like this is not going to work for me. And so I moved to more of an online business model. And it was about three years ago, I was pregnant with my, my littlest one who just turned three last week. So it's kind of crazy, but about three years ago when I was pregnant with her, I just was exhausted. I was at my 
bottom barrel burnout point and, um, feeling all the feels. And I kept going to friends and colleagues and, and family and saying the, you know, something's wrong with me. Sometimes I'm excited and I'm motivated. I'm energized. I'm inspired. I've got the grit and other times I am flat out. I cannot do anything. I have no clue. I have zero confidence, like all these things. And I kept telling people like, something's wrong, something's wrong. And people just kept saying, Oh, it's your hormones. It's your hormones. It's no big deal. And I remember this really pivotal moment, big and pregnant saying, I reject that. (laughs) I reject that. I refuse to let that be my story. And so I dug into all things hormones and I read pretty much every book under the sun about hormones. And I started to use it on myself for about two years before I I brought it into my business and my offerings. And it absolutely changed the game for me. And so now as a holistic business coach, I help women to redefine what business looks like, to simplify the processes in their business and to align them with their body and their mind, because our hormones are powerful, but more importantly, they start in our brain. So they change the way we think, the way we feel, the way we act, the way we operate. And without knowing this, that is the female glass ceiling. Mm -hmm. Oh my gosh. Yes. I love this. Um, when I first started diving into cycle syncing, I, I just like did little bite-sized pieces of like different areas of my life. And at first it was like, okay, I'm going to change up my workout routine based on my cycle. And then like, oh, I'm going to change up some like foods that I'm eating. And then like, oh, I'm going to change up like some of the things I do in my daily routines. And then it was like, oh, wow. So our cycle is literally impacting every single area of our life, including our business. And I think for me, this has sort of been like the next layer that I've like bit off is trying to um, align my business activities and how I run my business with my cycle. And I'm by no means perfect. So I'm really excited about this episode to just get some like little tidbits and, you know, possibly ask some questions, but it's just, it's so, it's so fascinating. And, you know, I'm, I'd like even you to kind of expand on like what this does for women, like, how does this help us by living this cyclical lifestyle? Yeah. So the, the title of my podcast coming out is called shamelessly ambitious. And the reason why it's called that is because I believe that a lack of awareness, a lack of understanding of how our bodies operate, particularly for women with our hormones, right. Is what makes it. So we are almost constantly picking up brick after brick of shame. Right. And the reason that happens is because we go to sit down to do something in our business, to take on this new, like starting a podcast, for instance, if that's brand new or like an email workflow or whatever the case may be. And we happen to do it. Let's say, for instance, we do this during our luteal phase and we're staring at the screen of our computer and the cursor is blinking. And we are just feeling like I have nothing. (laughs) Like, I don't know what to do here. I don't understand whatever the case may be. Right. What happens past that? So we can all laugh about that. Like we all know that feeling, but what happens internally in our brains is in that moment, when we're staring at that blinking cursor and don't quite know what to do, our brain, we're starting to think things like, I can't do this. I'm not smart enough for this. I'm incapable of completing this. I never follow through with anything. All these beliefs start to get seated in our mind. And what happens with that is our brain, this beautiful, beautiful masterpiece within our body does its due diligence to protect us by ensuring that whatever we say, even internally, whatever we say, there is truth and proof found for such truth over and over and over again until it becomes our reality. 
So if I'm staring at the screen and I'm thinking, I am too stupid for this, my brain goes, okay, you're too stupid for this. Let me find proof. And it consistently finds proof of different ways that I was quote unquote, too stupid for something. This holds me back. It keeps me from taking that leap of faith in my business, from doing that thing that would have taken me to the next level, from having the conversation or being my true self, whatever the case may be, right? And so this lack of understanding causes shame after shame after shame. I always tell women, like you're walking around with this like shame backpack and you're just throwing brick after brick in it. And it's so heavy and it's weighing you down, right? And the truth of the matter is this is important. This is important information because If you are constantly believing lies and living within narratives that are not true of you, you aren't able to live into your full potential or go after your greatest dreams. So I believe ambitiousness is this beautiful gift that many women are given, but we have to do so shamelessly. We have to understand and be the the owner. I always tell women like you're the, you are the CEO of your life and you're the CEO of your business. You have to take radical responsibility for both of those parts of your life. And that means a deep, deep seated understanding of what's happening in your brain as you work so that you can optimize it, right? You can work at the right times that go with your brain and, or, cause we can't always make our own schedules and, or have the self permission to go. I know that this feels harder right now, but it has nothing to do with my abilities has nothing to do with my brain power. It has nothing to do with any of those things. My creativity, it's just simply a time, but I'm going to have to push a little bit harder than normal. And that understanding is the greatest gift we can give ourselves. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was going to be my question is, okay, so this all sounds lovely and magical to, you know, align all of our daily tasks with our cycle and like how perfect, right? But there's yeah. a lot of times that we're not in control of what needs to be put out there or timelines. Um So like what, you know, can you kind of go deeper into that? Like what exactly, like how, how do we make that work? We can't just say like, oh, sorry, you know, wrong, wrong phase of my cycle. I'll get back to you in a couple of weeks. Yes. Yes, totally. And I mean, yes, I make my own schedule, but I still see clients every week. I don't simply see clients during ovulation or follicular. I still have kids every day. God help me. You know, (laughs) that is something I wish I could really plug into the right faces. Right. Um, I did. I actually had a gal reach out today. I just saw her message today and she said, um, I don't really align with the phrase CEO because I work for somebody else. She happens to be a therapist as well. And and she's like, "I, I work for somebody else. I'm in community mental health and I don't make my own hours. I I don't know if this, this thing will work for me, but I I want it to. And so I had voice memoed her back. Oh my goodness. This works for every woman in the world. No, you cannot make your own schedule. But as I just said, like the self-permission is almost more important than the scheduling. Although I will say that even on days when I still have clients and I might be like in the thick of luteal and just not my highest five self. I'm really mindful of my schedule in the sense that I will block in maybe just five minutes for a call where I know I'm going to need to reset. I know I'm going to need to go outside and get my toes into the grass and truly ground. I know I'm going to need to do these little tiny things, right? We always think that creating our own schedule or ensuring that we have full energy is going to take these massive, like two hour long routines or whatever the case may be. It's not true. You have 60 seconds and you know what to do with those 60 seconds, you can transform your life. And so I always teach through the lens of simplicity, not complexity, because again, I'm a mom of three. I cannot do complex. And every, every day I have to find new ways to handle the fact that I have toddlers and they have 
unexpected screaming fest that I have no control over. And I have an online business, which we all know is also very uncontrollable. And so the, the random things that come my way are often, but it's the mindset and the awareness of, I know where I am right now. I'm steadfast in what I'm feeling and where my energy lies. And I know that this certain food is going to really support more energy, or I know caffeine is actually going to throw me way backwards. It's not going to make me feel better. Or I know that that workout is going to be awesome for me today, but next week it's probably going to be the wrong choice. Right. Yeah. And so almost like giving yourself some grace when you know, you're likely doing something in the wrong phase, but it has to get done. Um, just sort of that, like self, like just giving yourself permission to feel what you're feeling and experiencing. Um, but then also making sure you have some systems in place as well to kind of help you recover or, um, get ready for that certain task that might not be in alignment with that phase. And I think for me, even when I like, cause it, it happens to me all the time. Like I'll, I'll have like, for instance, I'm a, I'm a registered nurse and I still, I still work a few shifts a month and mm-hmm. I do a lot of night shifts. So when my night shifts happen in, you know, the end of my luteal phase, my menstrual phase, it's like the worst, the worst thing. Right. And I can't, call the hospital and say like, sorry, this just really isn't working out. (laughs) Can you reschedule for, you know, my ovulatory phase, please. Um, but it's just, then I need, I know I look at my schedule. I'm like, okay, what can I remove from my schedule? That's that, that doesn't need to happen this week. That will give me a little bit of extra space, a little bit of extra energy, and then having those like self-care routines in place before and after so that I can really just honor my energy levels and my body before and after, you know, that night shift or whatever it is. So yeah, Yeah. I love that. Okay. So what, what should women be doing? Like as far as business activities, what should we be doing and, and when should we be doing it? Yeah. Yeah. You know, this can be such a complex question because obviously we all have different things that we're meant to be doing, whether it's in our business or in our jobs. And so one of the things that I love helping women do is to build out what I call their own cyclical um, workflows. Mm -hmm. So what I have them do is first to look, kind of take that 30,000 foot view at the tasks that you do, i.e. your zones of genius, right? So we all know, we all have a great awareness that we're often doing things that really aren't meant for us anyhow, should be outsourced, maybe just taken off the list altogether. It's just not really necessary. But then we have those areas that are our quote unquote zones of genius. Those are the things that we are really good at that we ought to be doing, right? Mm-hmm. So I have them determine their zones of genius. And then I have them take whatever those zones of genius are and like basically rinse them through their own cyclical blueprint, which is essentially your phases, your understanding of your phases. Because again, my blueprint is different than your right? Like how I feel in luteal is very different than how you feel in luteal. Yeah. We have these biomarkers of what most people feel, but I am queen of preaching. There's no box for any woman to fit in. We have to create the box ourselves, right? So once you have an idea of what your phase looks like, and you have an idea of maybe a zone of genius, and I'm just going to kind of run you through one of mine so you can process this. So for instance, one of my zones of genius is content right? Like I have to create this. So when we think of zones of genius, just a little side teaching here, when we think of your zone of genius, it has to be something one that brings you joy two that only you can do three that takes you to the goal or moves you forward in your business. Right. And four, it's something that is a part of your growth. So I guess that can be the same as the goals, right? But it's a part of the growth of your business. It moves you towards the goals in your business. It brings you joy and only you can do it. 
Now, for some people, content might not be their thing. For me, it is. I really want to be the one showing up in my content, showing up on Instagram, showing up in the DMs behind the scenes. That is my heart center. I actually enjoy it. I really do enjoy it. So it's important to me, right? So when I take content development and I, and I run it through my cyclical blueprint, I know that during menstrual phase, the most important aspect for me during menstrual phase is to focus on the fact that my right and left brain hemispheres are 25% more connected. What this means is I have a greater capacity for coming up with ideas, for brainstorming, for um, like list making and, and that sort of thing, right? So when we look at the brain dump of what content development takes, right? Well, you got to come up with the ideas. You have to write it. You have to record it. You have to create the graphics. You have to, whatever the case may be. I know that the best time for me to brain dump all my ideas is during my menstrual. So every menstrual phase for that week, I have a three hour block of time that is content brain dumping. And it's always about two ish weeks before the next month. So I do brain dumping for an entire month. I sit and bash an entire month of like what I want this content to look like. Now here's the side note, do not get into action, right? This is not a time to act. It's not a time to write the content. This is that time where you might be looking at that cursor. You might be questioning your abilities. You might be having a really difficult time. I just do the brain dump. Okay. Then in Foliclear, when I'm looking strictly at content, I know this is a really good time to write, to write out my copy, to even create my graphics, to really get into the creation mode, because I'm going to have the energy to do that. I'm going to have the capacity to, um, what we have in our brain during Foliclear is like pattern recognition. So I have a greater capacity for creation and also taking on new things. So if I'm writing content and I'm training and I'm teaching, this can sometimes feel a little outside of our comfort zone the best time to do things outside your comfort zone are going to be during follicular phase. Okay. Then we move to ovulation. Ovulation is when we have higher verbal skills. Oh my goodness. This is the best time to record videos, to batch the real creation, to do your lives, like whatever the case may be. Obviously we're just speaking about content, but think of when, do, when is it best to do things that where you're high in verbal, right? during our ovulation. So that's going to make the most sense for me. I'm going to be able to batch reels quicker. So when we don't do this, what happens is you might, you might put real batching in your menstrual phase, that real batching, not only is it going to be so hard, you're going to take two to three times the amount of time to create it. You're going to second guess the whole thing. You're maybe even not even going to do it. Cause you're going to sit in your calendar and go, I no, <laughs> no, I will not do this. Right. And so that's what we're looking at here. Really essentially cycle syncing and utilizing a cyclical workflow or your cyclical blueprint is to manage your energy in a way that you can get more done with less time because you're honoring what you're good at. Right. I know I'm good at recording videos and doing reels during ovulation. That's when I batch them. So essentially every week I have about a two to three hour block of content creation. It's just different based on where I'm at in my phase. And then the final week, Ludio, I'm actually not creating at all. I'm editing. I'm going to circle back around and start to edit things that I've written. I'm going to look over graphics. I'm going to go into my Instagram um, metrics. So I'm just thinking through Instagram right now, go into my metrics and look at when things work well. So I can add some strategy to that brain dump and the creation that's already taken place. I'm going to um, mindfully look at like the times that people are looking at posts and schedule that strategy out. I'm going to basically do my market research right? When we are in Ludial, we have a greater capacity behind the scenes to do the nitty gritty, to never miss a detail. Follicular and ovulation, we have so much energy, we kind of fly by the seat of our pants that we might miss little intricate details that really make a difference. Menstrual, we're pretty tired. We have a lot of ideas, but bringing any of those ideas to fruition is just, ugh, I cannot. But Ludial, 
we can start to complete our tasks. We can start to bring things full circle, really notice where there might be necessary changes in our copy and our editing, any of those things. So hopefully this makes sense in a sense that you can look at one particular topic or one thing that you do and run it through your cyclical blueprint, creating a cyclical workflow. Yeah. Oh my gosh. That's so helpful. I was like jotting down all kinds of notes. Um, yeah, it, it's, it's like so simple when you, when you break it down that way, like just take one thing and then divide it into the, the four cat, the four, um, the four phases and what really can be done in each of those four phases. Um, so how many like zones of genius, you know, yeah. should someone have? Yeah. So that's, that's a tough question to answer. I, I would err on the side of like three to five max, mm -hmm. but then we all are in different phases or seasons of our life. I'll, I'll use seasons since we have phases we're already talking about. We're in different seasons of our life. And that means that there has been times in my business where I was a solopreneur and I did all the things. So mm -hmm. I had to be a little bit more creative. That also means though, I wasn't doing as much content. Right. So I was finding that balance between doing all the things, but doing them kind of at the surface level. So I would say it makes the most sense to really narrow that down to three to five. Um, because again, if you're looking at your schedule and you've got a full three to four hour block, two to three hour block of your content, and you have five other things, those are all blocks that you need to have in. Yeah. So when I look at mine, I have three and mine are content and community and clients. It just happens that they're all C's, but it does help my OCD. <laughs> so loving on my clients, showing up for them and being a coach for them, a mentor for them. I can only do that. It actually brings me a ton of joy and it totally moves my business forward content, same thing and community. So this is me like showing up for people that aren't yet clients. Um, they're in my audience, they're in my inbox, you know? So again, I take all of those and break them down into segments. Now, the other things I'm able to outsource, but I do this with mom life. I do this with wifely duties. I do it with like household management. I really look at what's going to make the most sense based on my phases. What am I going to have the capacity to do and show up best for? Mm -hmm. And then things just feel so much easier and you can get like more done and it's efficient and it just feels like, yeah. you know, there's, it's always so fascinating to me when I'm in like, you know, a phase and, and things are just like contents like rolling off of me. And I just like, can't stop creating this like really great content. And then all of a sudden it's like, I have nothing to say. I don't know <laughs> right. if I want to do this business anymore. Like it's all these like questions start coming in and you're like, who am I? Like, what am I doing? Is this yes. my purpose? Like so much doubt creeps in. And it's like, if we could just align certain things, it would, yeah. it would realize like this doesn't have to feel hard. It can actually be simple and we can just, we can get so much more done in yeah. a way easier way. So this is so great. So great. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, isn't the dream having margin in your schedule and waking up every day, looking at your schedule, knowing that everything feels very exciting, right? Like so many years and so many women, so many of my years I spent waking up every day going, Ugh, that's not what I want to do today. Yeah. And that wouldn't have always been the case. Right. So I really fundamentally believe that no matter what our circumstances are, we can create a schedule that feels really good. And in that schedule can be so much margin for more being and less doing. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I totally agree. So on, let's say, is it like a Sunday that you set aside and sort of like, you know, plan out the week? Is that like, how are you kind of planning out what you're going to be tackling and, and when you're going to be tackling it? 
Yeah. So I have reoccurring sort of strategy dates with myself, if you will, that I plug into the calendar. Um, one of those is quarterly. So every quarter I have what I call a CEO day. That's about a half a day where I look at the full quarter and like a big picture view. Right. So I'm looking at, um, every single quarter, sometimes we don't know exactly what our phases are, um, but we have a decent idea of like where they're going to land and what we're trying to do. I also have monthly. So I do a monthly like overview and I will break down each week based on my phases and take those monthly goals and plug them in based on my phases. Um, additionally, my calendar has whatever phase I'm in at the very top of like my Google Cal. It has every single phase that I'm in. So that if somebody says, Hey, can you do a podcast interview? I can look at my calendar on that date and know that's a, that's a full hearted guess. Cause I'm in flip there or ovulation, or uh, I don't think so in certain phases, or I just know I'm going to have to block out some self-care in between that. Right. Um, and then, so I also have Fridays every Friday, I used to do it on Sundays. And then I found as a mom that I would often never get to it because Sundays are like all my kids are home and all the things are happening and there's family stuff happening. And so I moved it to an hour long block on Friday. So every Friday I spend an hour, I take that month plan that I had already created and I look at it and I plan out the week in a little bit more detail. So essentially I go from like high level quarter view, medium level monthly view in detail, weekly view, and even more micro, um, I do every single day. So at the end of every day, I have a 30 minute block to look at the next day and get even more micro with my planning. Um, this is something I've, I've employed years and years and years before cycle syncing cycle syncing just made it that much more personalized. Yeah. Oh my gosh. You're like, so like you were, you are what I aspire for all this organization. I thought I was organized. I'm like, Oh, wow. I I've got some work to do. <laughs> so where can people find you if they want to learn more and you know, what do you have to offer right now? Anything that's coming up? Yeah. So you can find me at Ash McDonald on Instagram. I love Instagram. So I'm over there educating, showing you behind the scenes, being real raw and honest everyday life, because I think that is what shatters shame the most. And that is my mission in life. Um, I also do have my podcast launching, which is shamelessly ambitious. It is launching October 5th. Um, I'm so excited about that. The first two episodes that are coming out are all about CEO energetics and how to utilize those to your advantage and, um, breaking down morning routines, both cyclically and just the foundation of morning routines in general. So lots of good stuff coming on the first couple of episodes that launch on October 5th. Um, and then I also have, I have tons of programs that you can run into, but my most favorite one, my foundational one is the full lab, which is an introduction in to what cycle thinking looks like, but more importantly, I help you to build out those cyclical workflows. So we get really serious about your business and how your cycle helps you to be more shamelessly ambitious. Oh my gosh. I love it so much. Okay. We're going to put all of that in the show notes for everyone to check out. Definitely go follow her on Instagram, watch her stories, like so much information every single day. Um, I've just had, I've had a lot of fun following you just in the short little time that we've been connected. Um, but thank you so much. Um, I really appreciate this and just look forward to, you know, more collaboration with you. Yes, absolutely. Thank you.